Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I am your host, Father David Mowry, chaplain to the Movies by Minutes community. And today, I am honored to be joined as our guest, the host of Almost Famous Minute and the host of Feels Like Weezer, Eric Nash. Eric, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Father David. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I, I would almost say that these are some of the best minutes <laughs> of my life. <laughs> now, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar with uh, Movies by Minutes podcast, so Almost Famous Minute is pretty self-explanatory. But uh, tell us a little bit about Feels Like Weezer. What's that podcast about? Yeah, so uh, both both of those shows are actually on the uh, Rock and Roll uh, Pantheon Podcast Network. And Feels Like Weezer uh, goes through Weezer's catalog, uh, song by song, track by track, Mm. through album album wise you know um we we do an album per you know season per album what have you how, how many albums are you through at this we're, point we're in the middle of the fourth fourth or fifth album <laughs> it gets a little <laughs> muddy there in the middle <laughs> uh, make believe is the album title it's the fifth <laughs> Well, well, I'm happy happy to pull you away yeah, from thanks. the fast-paced world of rock and roll to talk about this classic 1946 movie. And we're talking about Minute 57 today of the best years of our lives. Minute 57 begins with Rob being late for school, and it ends with Fred being late for introductions. <laughs> it is amazing to me how patient Peggy is with her brother. You know, were I in this sibling dynamic, I would just tell Rob, Look, mind your own business. What you <laughs> being so nosy into my personal life? Okay, I, I talked to the captain last night at the bar. What we talked about is none of your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. I kind of had a feeling that could easily be this uh, captain that does stroll in here, uh, you know, just 20 seconds in or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that initial conversation or end of a conversation was about him, possibly. So it's a nice dodge that Peggy does here in order to uh, get Rob out of her yeah. hair. Re- reminding the young lad of uh, <laughs> he has school to get to and it's getting yeah. a little late, running a little late. Oh, and I, you know what? I love this era in the 1940s and 1950s because you get the best exclamations. Holy Moses, says Rob <laughs> as he is on his way out the door. Not one that you hear these days very much. Uh <laughs> wonder if that's a, a placeholder for uh, other phrases that begin with holy and end with uh, words yeah. that are unbecoming for a priest to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, it, it definitely uh, held over into the uh, 60s for the uh, campy Batman TV show for Robin, <laughs> things for Robin to say. Oh, yeah. All, so why? All we've kinds got... of alterations to the, <laughs> to the latter part, especially. Holy tardiness, Peggy. I'm going to be late for school. <laughs> And then, and Rob, in his rush, uh, engages in a classic cliche. He puts the toast directly in his mouth and holds it there as he runs out the room. Uh, I have a vague memory of seeing this uh, kind of toast in the mouth cliche in a lot of like uh, 1990s anime when uh, those were coming over to the United States, and you you would have the heroine or someone that was always late for school. And so they would be running down the street with the toast in their mouth. So it's, it's fascinating to see this in the 1940s. Yeah. When it, when it may not have been 
very prevalent prior to this. I mean, this could be the <laughs> the initiator of of the of the cliche. Yeah, I'm cliche. sure people were doing it because toast is easy to eat on the go. Right. We got not quite the cleanest cut in between the scenes here. Rob says goodbye to Peggy at the table and also goodbye as he's heading out the door, mm. making sure that uh, Peggy knows. Okay, I'm I am leaving. I'm on my way. And now he hustles down the yeah. hallway here and the architecture of the stevenson's apartment is fascinating to me first of all this is massive there's so many rooms yeah. well yeah you say apartment yeah oh my gosh <laughs> well it's a condo or, or, it's, but it's yeah. there's we see uh rob head down the hallway and captain fred pokes his head out of what we know to be peggy's room but down there at the end of the hallway when rob takes the turn later in the movie we'll see that's where mr and mrs stevenson have their room so is there yeah. rob's room there as well in addition to the one like i count one two three doorways on this hallway or just for some reason his jacket was in their room <laughs> oh no he has he has his jacket in oh. his arm he brought yeah. his jacket to the breakfast table okay for oh some yeah reason. Right. yeah so what what else is it that he grabs his books then uh, yeah, he 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 gets yeah, uh, you know his his copy of uh, Wheelock's Latin and uh, you know Moby Dick or whatever it is that they're taking care of in school. So I, I maybe he has a study or something, but it's it would it's interesting to me that you know with the typical setup you would have the siblings rooms you know across the hall from each other for maximum annoyance. Yeah. You could stand in the doorway and shout at your sibling and then slam the door in each other's faces, but. Because the Stevensons just aren't into that, I guess. Um, yeah, and I definitely took note of. Uh, I mean, his his running there is 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 in, in a little little odd, you know, a <laughs> little bit of a kind of odd trot. He's he's got those high waisted nineteen forties pants there. Yeah, that's, that's not doing me good. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, now, were were you ever in this situation when it came for school? Were you ever? a kid who was constantly late for school or were you there 20 minutes before the bell rang? Yeah, I, I was, I was generally on the earlier side. Yeah. <laughs> not, not too used to having to rush around. Just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I somehow learned or was, was <laughs> impressed upon me by my parents mm-hmm. that uh, late, late being late is bad. And I mean, were your parents helping you with that? Cause they were driving you to school. Oh, well, I mean, it was all, all all kinds of different things all the way from kindergarten through 12th grade, what have mm. you, you know. <laughs> Dro- drove myself the last couple of years, last year or so. Oh, sure. wow. Oh, yeah. See, in high school, I lived a block and a half away from the ah. school. Mm-hmm. So it meant that I could leave as late as I wanted. But because I was a nerd, I would leave at about 7 o'clock in the morning to be there for 20, 30 minutes before school started just to hang out with my friends. The trade-off was there was never any excuse for me not to be home on time. Oh, yeah. Sure. Could never say, oh, it was just a long walk. and Oh, the weather was bad. Oh, I had a hard time finding a ride or whatever because I was just a six-minute walk from school. (laughs) It's great sequencing here because as soon as Rob turns the corner to go and grab his books, Fred pokes his head out into this hallway. And now Fred, as Will let's see at the end of the minute doesn't even know who peggy really is and so i'm sure he is totally confused he's waking up with no conception of where he is it has to be such a disorienting 
situation to be in. It's it's bad enough to wake up in a strange house, but just then also to wake up and having no memory of how you got there. Well, well, and and, and you mentioned the sticking out his head out of the doorway, and it's to to me it's it's a weird thing because i mean he doesn't he 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 seems he seemed like he probably was waiting for the kid to go by almost i mean he's so (laughs) prompt on it you know it's just a weird coincidence otherwise and then he wants to avoid everyone else in the family yeah but the kid goes by past you know it's, it's it's the kid needs to come back through and go to the front door so he doesn't even he's not even with it enough to know which ways where someone should go though uh, well, yeah, as we saw earlier, he, he yeah. walked into the closet in the room okay. thinking it was the bathroom and then eventually yeah. had to find the bathroom. So, yeah, he's totally disoriented. Yeah. Okay, I see. Wow, yeah. So maybe he is, you know, li- so Fred is listening for, oh, yeah, I'm going to hear these footsteps go by. Okay, now I know where the exit is because someone mm-hmm. ran out that way and is caught by surprise when Rob comes running the other way. And the uh, the look on Fred's face yeah. As Rob throws absolutely everything at him. Because Rob knows who Fred is. Oh, hello, Captain. How are you? Oh, you're probably looking for Peggy. She's in the kitchen. I gotta go. Goodbye. (laughs) Just drowning in the the sheer energy of this moment as Rob is in a complete frenzy. Mm -hmm. This uh, this interchange with Rob here continues the pattern where... After Fred has woken up, every member of the Stevenson's family has indicated they know more about the situation than Fred does. <laughs> when, when Fred woke up and saw Peggy, Peggy said, I'm sure you're wondering where you are. I'll tell you later, Fred. I'm like, Well, first you know my name, and second you're going to tell me later. I'm a little spooked out. Now he runs into this very fresh-faced, eager kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're probably looking for Peggy. She's, she's in the kitchen. Like, oh, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Just the sheer force of manners is keeping him from completely freaking out i love i love the, the look he gives yeah to the door as rob leaves for school what what is even happening here and as rob exits this uh, massive condo here in boone city he exits the movie. This is the very last that we will see of yeah. Rob Stevenson mm-hmm. in the best years of our lives. It's a picture wrap for Michael Hall. So just a nice round of applause for Mr. Hall. Very nicely done. Uh, Michael Hall would go on to a steady TV career, appearing in uh, various different shows until about 1960, at which point there is nothing on his IMDb page. And we uh, just want to take a, a moment to... Mark the passing of Michael Hall. We yeah. uh, we lost him earlier this year on May 24th of, or rather I should say we lost him uh, last year on May 24th of 2020. Yeah, and I was definitely looking at uh, like some of these ages of the of the people and so forth. I mean, it's you know not necessarily him so much, but but uh, definitely uh, this uh, Teresa Wright playing Peggy. That uh, you know seeing that she was only 13 years younger than her mother <laughs> an actress playing her mother that is you know yeah yeah myrna loy still at the height of her powers here but uh, not old enough to be Teresa wright's mother no and how how old do you think peggy is supposed to be her brother is still young enough to be late for school 
Yeah. She's obviously not concerned about getting herself to school. I, I guess she must be playing early 20s. I wouldn't think... I mean, could she even be older than that? I mean, I, I certainly had, you know, uh, my parents' siblings had some wide ranges in ages. So mm-hmm. I am familiar with that and what that can be like. Because she certainly is kind of motherly in, in, in telling him he needs to get to, get to school. So, Oh, there's, there's a little sisterly edge there. All right, you're being a pest. You're late for ah. school. Get out of my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then Fred watches uh, Rob go off and is feeling out this strange new condo, and he turns the corner to behold a beautiful modern kitchen, the matching set of dishes on the table, and this strange woman whose name he's not quite sure of making eggs. My kind of cr- big, biggest, craziest note here is the uh, in the fridge, the glass of, I assume, orange juice <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> And that's not something I'm 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 big into. However, my uh, my uh, grandmother, uh, God love her, you know, she passed away earlier earlier last year. Now at this mm. point, but uh, but she she was definitely one to kind of keep things in the fridge in glasses <laughs> a bit. But still, it just seemed a little odd that uh, got this one to go for for him, expecting him pre a pre poured orange juice yeah. seems so decadent to me. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the first Chilled. thing you do when you wake up? You get out the, the big carton of orange juice and pour out all those glasses for everyone? <laughs> and making sure there are enough for everyone, because you got to have yeah. one, of course, for Rob, who's going to be late for school. He's leaving first. got to have one for Mom and Dad. Do the, I hope they have enough glasses when they have company over like this. And she offers, it, uh, she offers that pre-poured glass to him. Uh, after he does the, the classic, oh, my aching head, as he steps into... Mm-hmm. The very bright sunlight coming in through the window. I have never been so overtaken <laughs> by alcohol to have a hangover the next day. Oh, wow! As a priest, Count yourself is, very is, lucky. It, yeah. Is, <laughs> so, is that accurate? It, are, is it true that you can be that sensitive to light after you've had just a, a wild night out? Uh, I I've found that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> light and noise. <laughs> Uh, movement, <laughs> you know, him, him walking down the hall, <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough of that walking is, could have, could have done it too. It's m- multiple things could have put him in this state. Is that because of the, the dehydration? Well, I, I think that that is a pretty, prob- probably a pretty, pretty strong theory. And yeah, definitely. Uh, I have, I have, uh, certainly I think, uh, made it better on myself when I've drank water, uh, prior going to bed actually it's it's you know, get, you know getting hydrated before bed mm-hmm. after some extra drinks <laughs> during the evening nighttime yeah so maybe maybe it maybe when she says this will help maybe it's a little bit of the hair of the dog maybe it's a, not just orange juice maybe it's a little mimosa mm-hmm. yeah that would be interesting you know it's yeah that's that's probably the one thing i haven't done much of is 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 any further alcohol <laughs> in the morning after after that heavy of a night drinking. Mm-hmm. Fred's been trying to get himself uh, awake here. He's gotten a, a shower and a shave. Okay. He's got himself very well yeah. put together in his captain's uniform here. But maybe he just needs some calories. Yeah, and that's that's definitely that's the bigger thing I've heard is is the mm-hmm. greasy food, actually. Is is the, for the morning of. Oh yeah. Supposedly the greasy food is actually the uh, best thing. What 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 it seems like many people go towards. 
Well, then I'm sure there is no less than an entire stick of butter in that yeah. pan. Oh, wow. As she's making those scrambled eggs. Well, it's the 40s. Butter is good for you <laughs> in the 40s. <laughs> Rob has absolutely saved Fred's bacon here at the very end because <laughs> he has just some clue. You're Peggy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without that, oh, boy, he would be in such an awkward position. He has imposed upon this family. Mm-hmm. He has no memory of what happened last <laughs> night. And he has stayed overnight in their house. You're Eunice? No, that's not right. Myrtle? No, no, that's not it. What? What is your strategy for remembering names? Ooh. Definitely, I, I, I actually feel bad if... If there is a good reason for me to remember someone's name, but I can't, when I find out their 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 parents, my parents' name, or yeah, someone hey, someone par- that's close to me, you <laughs> yeah, know, how, if they how have do you the remember same your parents' is... name? I have such a hard time remembering yeah. my parents' names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a as a priest, I interact yeah. with a lot of people, you know, <laughs> before and after services, and the problem is everyone knows my name. Yeah, right. <laughs> Father, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great sport how how are you how are the the kids yeah and i always do whatever i can to search my memory because it's back in there somewhere and i've just learned to be comfortable asking for help yeah with people's names and saying you're you're just gonna have to remind me i'm sorry and people have always been very accommodating but that used to give me a little bit of stress i never wanted to be rude well, uh, well, uh, one name I couldn't help but uh, remember <laughs> when I saw it in the Wikipedia for this for this movie, uh, and, and I don't know if it could be a scene that uh, has already come and gone or is yet to yet to appear. But uh, there's an uncredited corporal who is a very famous director, at least for me, <laughs> um, Blake Edwards. Is that right? Yeah, I saw that in there. So uh, if you happen to uh, have any nearby. <laughs> military scenes <laughs> which probably seems like it's probably a no <laughs> uh that was uh probably earlier on yeah. in the in the movie when our main characters were trying to hitch a ride back to Boone City wow Blake Edwards yeah. and besides besides i mean the big thing for that most people know for him is uh, uh the Pink Panther movies yes but uh, then, then there is the one '80s going, getting, heading into the '80s. He uh, did do one that I loved as a kid. Love seeing when it came on HBO or, or just uh, you know the, the Saturday afternoon local local channels, what have you. Uh, uh, one fine mess, I do believe it was called, and that was that was a very uh, horse racing centric yet you know very com very comedic, of course, because I mean mm-hmm. that's that's all that's all he's doing really throughout his oeuvre. Um, well, you got to uh, start somewhere. Yeah. T- Ted Danson and Howie Mandel are the two leads, and then and uh-huh. there's two bumbling <laughs> criminal types that are actually almost the best part. <laughs> what they do. Well, the, the side characters are what yeah. make a movie. Mm-hmm. As I've always believed, there are no small parts. There are only small actors. Yeah. Well, as this minute comes to a close... Eric, I've been asking all of my guests, given that this movie is about veterans coming home from war and the various mm-hmm. challenges they face readjusting to civilian life, 
I've been asking all my guests whether there's anyone in your family or whether you yourself uh, ha- ever served in the military. The only grandfather I knew, um, actually both of my biological grandfathers, essentially either passed away quite a few years before I was born or just about mm. r- right around the time, so I didn't know. But uh, so my technically step-grandfather, um, who who treated me wonderfully and, and, and uh, did, did plenty of things and, and, and treated me so much like a, like the only grandson of his, even though he, he had some others as well, yet out of state, unfortunately. Mm. So, uh, but uh, he, he definitely was uh, in World War II. Which branch of the military was he in? Uh, he was Navy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Navy. But he, but you know, definitely uh, out out on a ship. You know, I, I am aware of that much. And was he serving out in the Pacific? Um, I believe, yeah, I believe, yeah, it was the mm-hmm. Pacific Theater. Yeah, it sounds like you had a really great relationship with him. Did he ever tell you any stories about the war? No, yeah, and that's that's the thing. You know, I think you know, unfortunately for for many veterans, it's it is a it's a kind of a tough yeah. subject, and, and I I feel like I really heard more about it from my grandmother, mm. but uh, but she didn't wasn't actually even in, in his life at that point, as I right. was saying, you know, and essentially because of my two other grandfathers sure. passing away. Yeah, it is it is so hard when you go through something as traumatic as war to try and explain it to people who haven't gone through it. Mm-hmm. Last week, we saw Fred wrestling exactly with that, with the, a nightmare sequence of uh, mm-hmm. seeing some comrades in arms, uh, seeing their plane get shot down. And that's obviously still sticking with him and still wow. something that's very he- weighing very he- heavily on him. And fortunately, he's received a very warm welcome here in the Stevenson home. And mm-hmm. he's received a lot. He's re- going to receive, and we'll see tomorrow and in future minutes this week, uh, very kind and understanding welcome from Peggy. You know, perhaps maybe a little too kind. Uh, maybe there's a, <laughs> maybe there's something a little more that Peggy's interested than just uh, mere human kindness. But we'll have to see how that plays out uh, later in the week. Eric, was there anything else about this minute that uh, you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, I think we covered everything that uh, kind of had 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 some some something interesting about it happening you know <laughs> i thank you for taking the time to be with us here today on this yeah, episode of welcome. the best minutes yeah thank you for having me on for for seeking me out <laughs> glad to have you and listeners thank you for joining us today remember that you can find the best minutes podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and google play or you can find us over at the main site at thebestminutes.com uh, Eric, where can folks find you? A personal Twitter handle is at Lucky Mustard, um, and you know my, my my full name is Eric Jack Nash, and and can kind of find me some some places as Eric Jack, so forth, as Facebook, what have you. But uh, my my three shows are Watchmen Minute, Almost Famous Minute, and Feels Like Weezer, and you can uh, pretty easily definitely if you use the Google or, or the uh, the quotes. In a, in a Google search around those words, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, a, an easier find uh, than uh, I think yeah, other things. With, without are. those quotes, you would be like Fred wandering around in a strange apartment. Right, yeah. <laughs> Feel, feels like Weezer is a little tough because that, that does get said, and those, those words get said in that order, I think, for, <laughs> for plenty of other reasons. So, so adding in the word podcast might help, too. Well, so listener, there are three podcasts that you can binge listen to while you wait for the next episode of this show. 
And we hope you'll join us here tomorrow on the Best Minutes Podcast. Joe, you better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.